0: What's up
1: homies? What's up homies? I'm Erica
2: and I'm Roshan.
1: and as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us today as we dive into another spooky movie, a brand new spooky movie. Mm-hmm. um, so exciting and so big that we couldn't cover it on our own. obviously, we had to yeah. we had to bring in reinforcements. We had to bring in the homies. And there was no one else that we wanted to talk about scream with than our friends over on the rise from the dead podcast we've got germs and we've got Aww. ash hey welcome hey. y'all welcome
3: we're so excited <laughs> yes <laughs> um ash and i were just talking about you guys on an episode that we just did and we blame you guys you guys, so what did we do? <laughs> no, <hold on. laughs> uh Ash and I met through you guys.
0: Yep, we shall Oh, <laughs> Okay, okay.
3: So you guys were like played matchmaker, so.
1: Oh, okay. This is your I'll fault. take the blame. I'll take the blame for that. Truly, <laughs> truly. I truly. was worried at first, but okay, I'll take that. <laughs> well, we are very excited to have you guys on um I was when we reached out, we we were like because for anybody who has not listened to their podcast, they cover more kind of deep cut, kind of uh, obscure, maybe those horror movies that you missed, but you should definitely go check out. And so mm-hmm. we were like, I don't think they're going to cover Scream 6, but let's just see. And you both so graciously agreed to talk to us about it. But this, I think this is going to be perfect because now we're covering the whole spectrum. We've got more... In the know, that's my man, I would stand beside him, Scream fans. Then we've got mm-hmm. me, who's in the middle. I like the Scream series, but I don't go back to it super often. And then mm-hmm. Roshane, who is a more casual Scream fan, getting his bearings still within the franchise. True. So I think we've got like the whole, we've got every scenario, every fan <laughs> yeah, in we got now. We
2: got the whole gambit of people. Mm-hmm. Right now, yeah. Um, I'm excited to talk about this one too because, like, I have kept my thoughts and opinions to myself since I saw it earlier this week, and uh, I'm I'm just hype. (laughs) I really want to know what people are thinking about this one. So, I've been avoiding spoilers, I've been avoiding conversations. Like, I really want to go into this conversation with y'all very fresh, yeah. Um, with like my thoughts and opinions and everything. Um, so just know if I talk shit, it's coming from me, but also if I praise (laughs) things, it's coming from me too. So, like don't just be mad. Be glad, too. Please, thank you.
1: You're going to say with your whole chest is what you're is what you're trying to
2: say. <laughs> you, know, you know, a little bit, a little bit.
1: But speaking of watching the movie, I feel like all of us potentially had different theater experiences. And you homies know with big movies like this, um, with pretty big fan bases or movies that people have been really excited for, we kind of like to discuss what the theater experience was like, especially me, because let me tell you, it's not. <laughs> It's a lot for me to go to the movie theater when I do, it just feels like a whole a whole adventure. Um, So I kind of want to hear what everybody's everybody's Scream 6 movie going experience was. So Mm -hmm. let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and start with germs talk to me. Talk to me.
3: Um, my theater going experience was pretty fun. Uh, I went with some fellow homies, Uh, Bobby likes it spooky. Uh, I linked up with him in Philadelphia. And Evil Tyrone, if you guys haven't checked out his stuff, his stuff is awesome. His lives that come on, he interviews, you know, up and coming podcasters, people who are already established. He's he's very awesome. And then his fiance, Spooky Melon and Magic, another, you know, someone in the horror community. It was so fun just to get a gaggle of ghouls and guys. (laughs) We went, um, we got drunk, I got drunk I'm going to speak for myself (laughs) Before the actual viewing Uh, And the theater was, it was okay Like, it wasn't packed, but it wasn't full Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't Mm -hmm. empty, I meant Uh, And our theater and people watching They were all, and they were participating We heard gas, like, people saying things you know, just interacting with the movie it was so fun.
1: Um, you, you said you saw it Thursday, right?
3: Thursday, yes.
1: Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So was that, because I saw a bunch of people seeing it Thursday. Was that like a midnight screening? I, or was no, it just, we, they were just showing things, on, showing it on Thursday?
3: Like like 5.30 we seen them. Oh, but okay. It was like 5.30 in the afternoon we saw it. Yeah.
2: I feel like a lot of movies now will say, like, oh, we're releasing on Thursday, but then, like, they're really releasing on oh. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you win the no-no, they're actually releasing on Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like- <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you got okay. the connections. <laughs> yeah. You could be in there first. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, it looked like a blast. Mm-hmm. I I was very much excited to see my multiverse of madness that's what mine is i was like i love this (laughs) this cinematic universe this crossover i love seeing that um but ash how was your experience
0: mine was pretty damn good um i went by myself (sighs) (laughs) I'm, i'm a weirdo i mean i embrace it i love going to the movies by myself like it's my
2: Oh, treat, same, treat yourself
0: thing but mm-hmm. i snuck in my popcorn and my snacks but i did uh spend the money to get the awesome cup see um mm-hmm. but <laughs> i saw it on thursday i saw it in 3d because they were passing out special posters and i was like i need to get one okay. so i saw it in 3d the uh my showing it was pretty it was a good a good amount of people in there um Everyone showed out with their scream T-shirts and everything. Like we were all ready. Everyone was friendly. Um, we were reacted to the movie. Like there's one scene where we see Gail with her new her new man's. And mm-hmm. when it's revealed that her man's is a chocolate man, <laughs> the first thing, thing, we, I heard in the theater was like, ooh, okay, Gail. Ooh. <laughs> everyone in the theater was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it was just good interaction. I was a little annoyed because this guy had to keep getting up and walking past me. Mm. He used uh. the back, but he was nice. So I was like, okay, Lisa, he was nice. I was like, but you shouldn't be drinking alcohol if you can't hold your piss in. But <laughs> I can't talk because I was salty myself because I had to get up during the final act and hurry up and use the bathroom and come back in. Ah, so I missed, that's like, the I missed two minutes of the final act, but it's okay. <laughs> Dang.
1: Oh, but it's so funny, though, that you said that because... I'm gonna go ahead and volunteer myself to go next because <laughs> I have a tie-in. I have a tie into to that. It's so funny that you say that about him getting up and going because when we went, that was the most in our theater. I swear every single person, at least once besides me and Anthony, got up and left and then came back. Like went to use the bathroom or went to go to the concession stand throughout the entire movie constantly i just saw people standing up and leaving and then coming back and like (laughs) shuffling their way through i've never seen that many people need to leave a theater during a movie before i I was i was shook i was like what is what is really going on like what is in the drinks what is in the the food what is happening um but y'all already know i did the matinee i did the 11 a.m it was the first showing (laughs) they had at the theater however i was actually very surprised by how many people were there. I went on Saturday and so I mean I guess it was still the day after it came out, but there was a lot more people in the theater than I was anticipating. There was a whole group of teenagers that had taken up the first row and they were all in their scream shirts. One of them was dressed up as Ghostface, had on the full nice. the full outfit. They allow that? Girl, yes. <laughs> 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 Which they is the did. appropriate
2: reaction? Because I like for those who have seen us on video, like I have a ghost face mask and stuff too, and like I, I amuse the idea of bringing it. I really did. I was like, maybe I want to bring this, and then I thought about all the things that could go wrong with that, and I was like, I'm gonna yeah. leave it right where it is
3: on <laughs> the wall.
1: They really. When didn't
3: Bobby care. and I were leaving the theater, we saw this elderly elderly woman, and her. It could have been her grandson. They were decked out And like ghost face shirts, scream shirts. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, Uh it's, I love, like, I love seeing that. It was really cool. Um, But yeah, I'm, when I say full robe, mask, everything, just walked straight through with, gave the ticket like bop bop, and they said, (laughs) okay, 13. And it was fine. But yeah, it was, it was nice. Although there was uh, more people that I was expecting. There wasn't a lot of participation, I think, because it was so early. Everyone was still kind of like, we're we're just waking up. But I do usually prefer a quieter theater anyway. Um, So I was okay with that. I didn't get a drink because it was just I didn't know if I wanted to play that game. So I did (laughs) not get a drink, but... No, I really enjoyed it. I I had a good time. I will say something weird that happened was on the way to the theater as we were driving there. I got a phone call. <laughs> I got a phone call <laughs> from New York and I don't ever answer for numbers. I don't know. And then it left a voicemail and it was Ghostface. And I was like, oh, Erica, like, I w- do you want to play or something? And... I was thrown aback because I was like, "Wait a minute, because <laughs> the only person who knew I was going to see it on that Saturday was Anthony and then was you Rochae, but you didn't know what time I was going, and sure. so I was like, "Who did this? It was my brother-in-law, and was it was just it was just, a, <laughs> it was just a coincidence, the timing, but it did it did perplex me when it happened. so oh.
2: Yo, I would have turned that car around. I would have <laughs> been like, this is not the showing for me.
1: This is, this is not it. Well, and I did, as soon as it happened, I looked the number up. And I was like, oh, it's this prank that they're doing like pr- to promote oh, the film. And I sure. So I was like, yeah, yeah. that
0: promotion is so much. It's so it much is fun. It is cool. That is mm-hmm. cool. Yeah,
1: so if anybody wants to do that, you just go to the website. You put the name that you want them to say. And then the phone number that you want them to call. And I guess a few minutes later, they'll call. And it comes from a New York Phone number. So it was cool, but I was like, this is not the time for this. I had
0: a, <laughs> I was Don't at my my job and I had a whole list of phone numbers. I was just like, <laughs> okay, check mark, <laughs> germ, check,
3: <laughs> check. Oh, so it was you. I was on oh, the yeah, phone with my me. grandma's doctor's office. And I'm like, who <laughs> oh, that was sorry. calling me from New York? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh no. <laughs> But yeah, that was mine. How about you, Roshane? Uh
2: Mine was actually pretty standard, I will say, as mm-hmm. far as like opening weekends go. I saw it Friday, like mid afternoon, so like around like four thirty ish, and the theater was like decently packed. I will say, like the theater I go to had like showings every hour, so it's like there were, uh, there were plenty of different showings for people to go to. So I wasn't surprised that it wasn't full. Um, but it was still, like, a decent amount of people. Uh, not a lot of audience participation in this one. I think a lot of people were on the quiet side in my theater. Um, I did go with my roommate, and so we were watching it, and it was it was kind of nice that there wasn't participation because, like, I do think the tension in this movie is real good, mm-hmm. and so all of those moments played out really well because everybody was kind of, like, holding on to their seat and whatnot. Um, so nothing, like, too, too exciting from the actual movie going experience but i will say that i get why people were getting up because like it is a bit of a longer movie and towards the end i definitely needed to pee but i was holding it because like i was like i I need to see how this ends uh but after it was done you know went to the bathroom did the whole thing and at some point during my bathroom excursion i was the only person in the bathroom after watching scream six and i couldn't help but think at the urinal i was like damn if i was gonna get taken out movie style it would be right here right Dude, now
1: truly the oh my sp-
2: god the speed with which i vacated that bathroom
1: i look there's something different about going into a movie theater bathroom after seeing a scary movie it's just it just hits different i i don't it know it's different it's not the place i want to be
2: Especially, like, it's, like, late at night and, like, you know there's a bunch of movies happening right now. There's no reason why this bathroom should be this empty. I'm, like, I know one of y'all needs to pee. Why am I by myself and so vulnerable here right now?
3: (laughs) But, see, like, my whole thing, like, I love going to the movie theater on a Saturday night and watching a horror movie, like, the last showing. To Mm. me, that does something to me. I, I think the last time I did that, I saw The Menu, but I walked out of it because... I'm probably going to get stoned, but I did not like that movie. Ooh, so, okay. That hurts a little bit, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I, I didn't care for it. I left. I was like, all right, I'm going to <laughs> get <at> my popcorn. <laughs> it's
2: all good.
1: But um, I do want to know, obviously, I alluded to it a little bit, but Germs and Ash, just what is your what is your background with the Scream franchise? Um, Also... Discluding we'll put Scream Six out of the conversation because we're not getting into our full thoughts yet. But also, what which is your favorite Scream? Just so the homies know, like I feel like your favorite Scream kind of says something about you. Um, mm-hmm. So I would, I not I want to know. I want to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you want to go? First. Oh shit! No, ladies first. Please. Okay, so I so like with the first Scream, like that came out what ninety six, so I was about five years old. And I remember that opening act, and that had me scared shitless. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, little me, like, just crying, like, ah. So, it, um, so, I mean, like, it started ever since I was a little kid. Um, my mom, she got me into the screen movies, like, just growing up. And so I always had, like, a soft spot in my heart for them they there. it's a fun franchise you just and I feel like with each entry it speaks to a different generation like mm-hmm. whether you started since the first film or if you're just now diving in with the later films uh but my favorite one I mean like bef- besides the first one I keep going I keep going back and forth um the fourth one is my favorite because it was the first scream that I saw in theaters, mm-hmm. so I was okay. I was a I was a freshman in college, and like me and my group of friends, we decided to go to the movies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is my first time seeing a scream movie in theaters, and I just felt like I connected more with the characters because the main characters in that film they're around my age, like right, mm-hmm. like teenager, young adultish, whatever, but. Yeah, I have to go with screen 4. I mean, like, 1 and 2 are superior, but 4 is always the main one that I go to.
3: So with me, my favorite, again, I would have to go with Ash. It's 4. It's it's a very unpopular opinion. What does it for me with 4 is The Killers. Mm-hmm. I think Jill is... Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, Jill you is... Guys a, should,
1: I hope if you're listening <laughs> to this, you, you're not, up to just, date. <laughs>
3: yeah. Just pretend uh, you didn't hear <laughs> Yeah. With me, Jill, her performance, Emma Roberts' performance as Jill at the end was just chef's kiss, dude. Like, her performance and herself, mutilation, just was awesome. She's very top tier. In my opinion, she's second to Billy. Mm. I don't know how people are going to take to that, but mm-hmm. the movie in itself is like, eh, but whatever. Um, but how I got into Scream is I don't remember. Honestly, I <laughs> That's I know like surprising I, knowing how much you love this franchise. I, and y'all know I, I fucks with Scream the longest. <laughs> I do remember watching them out of order. The first one I saw first was number two because I'm a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. I love mm. Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh and then I like to. I like to a lot. Good. And then I went back, saw one, saw two again. Saw three. I was going to see four in the theaters. I was with my ex at the time, and I fell down the stairs and messed my ankle up. And I did not. Bro,
0: what's oh, up with no. you falling down the stairs? Stairs don't
3: like me. I just <laughs> fell down the stairs not too long ago, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, people would they would probably like you know call domestic violence on me like this person has been coming in here a lot, falling down <laughs> the stairs. <laughs> but yeah, and then five I saw in the theaters mm-hmm. with my partner now, so.
1: Nice. I haven't. Yeah, this is actually this is the first screen that I saw in theaters because I watched five on streaming.
3: Mm -hmm. y'all waited a long time and i know y'all were dipping and dodging them damn
1: spoilers (laughs) (laughs) you like it was my job i was really i was really fighting for my life against those spoilers but i will say i didn't i mean it was a day I'm, i'm i'm being a little dramatic because i saw it on saturday so it's not like i was waiting forever but i was surprised by i think a lot more people have And maybe this is different on different social medias because I'm really only on Instagram. But I felt like people were being pretty respectful. I didn't see any spoilers for for sex besides people just saying their general thoughts. Um, But like I said, that was on Instagram. I don't know (laughs) what it's like in the trenches. Okay, yeah, you're much (laughs) more
0: safe with Instagram. Like if you're avoiding something. Instagram is your place. Yeah. yeah. TikTok
3: yeah. and Twitter were some bitches. Yeah, I,
0: that's, I what had <laughs> like that's what I had thought.
3: Like leaked videos and everything. I, I, if if Radio Silence doesn't send out like screeners to people next time, I don't blame them because mm. people are just jerks. Yeah. Like this is someone's hard work. Yeah, yeah. I feel
1: that. That's fair. But yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with how little I saw this time. Besides people just saying like, oh, I liked it or I didn't like it. Um, but last thing before we dive into Scream 6, we always do a scare scale. This oh, so is you, what- just gonna,
2: you just don't skip over me <laughs> like that? <laughs> they t- they've heard us They've heard us talk about
1: it before. This isn't about us. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm my kidding. gosh. shame. what's kidding. your favorite scream? No, no screen? It's, fine, it's fine. No, it's tell fine. me. What's your favorite scream? It's screen? not about
2: us. It's not about us.
1: <laughs> but just just give me, this, give me the number. What's your favorite scream?
3: It's, it's the first one. I like the first one a lot. Right. The first one should be disqualified. <laughs> Fine.
2: It's not the, that's, I think that is fair. And if not the first one, then the second one. Because the second one, I did see uh, bits and pieces of that before finishing the first one. Like, I saw the opening of the first one. That was my first introduction to Scream at all. Right. Yeah. And then, like, i see, I've seen pieces of it on TV, but never all the way through. I did mm-hmm. see parts of the second one. Like, I, I saw the the... The uh the truck the van scene and like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I went back and watched the first one, and we've covered it. We talked about it. I just I I love the first one, but the second one's a close second.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the second one is also my favorite, which was a little bit of a surprise for me because when I was younger, I remember really not liking the second one. And then when I rewatched it, when we did Scream, I was like, the second one slaps. This is so good, has everything in it that I that I really like. So the second one is my favorite. But I will say I will ride or die for the third one. Um, I know that's (laughs) not (laughs) I know that's not a favorite, but the third one is the one I've seen the most. It is the one when I think of like Scream nostalgia, I don't think of the first one. I think of the third one because it used to play on TBS all the time all and the time. I would watch it all the time. So I feel like that one just has like a special place deep in my heart.
3: <laughs> I feel like with me, there's not a bad scream. It's just ones that you prefer over the others. Mm-hmm. And, and that could be mm-hmm. me being biased because I'm a scream head. But in my eyes, I just think that
1: just you prefer preference yeah it's a it's a a pretty consistent franchise like i will i will give that that especially coming off of we just covered texas chainsaw massacre 2022 and we talked about that franchise a little bit
3: that episode y'all did i cracked up bro shane was like fuck this i will never do this
1: But like coming (laughs) off of that franchise, Scream is pretty consistent. Uh, So you have to give it kudos for that. But now that we've also shared our favorites, Mm -hmm. now we can (laughs) go into the scare scale, um, which is where we let the homies know how scary we thought the movie was. Five is the scariest it could be. And one is not scary at all. Um, So on a scale of one to five, how scary was Scream 6? Ash, let's start with you
0: the kills in this movie were brutal everything I want so with that I'll give it four and a half just how like Ghostface was reckless like the whole ladder <laughs> scene the whole convenience store mm-hmm. scene like whipping out taking that person's shotgun killing them with it like yeah <laughs> he, they were like, huh, yeah, fuck that. We got you. Yeah. And they definitely stepped it up a lot. So I give it a four and a half. That, that's fair.
1: I, I think for this one, hmm. this one's hard because I agree with you. The ghost face in this one is scary to me. Like I was I was shaken by this ghost face. So that element was scary. I don't. And there I will say there were some moments that made me jump they're they're pretty inherent to scream moments like because i'm familiar with the franchise i was expecting them but they still got to me um so i think i'm gonna give it i think i'm gonna give it a three and a half um because it wasn't the scare i don't think it's the scariest scream for me yeah. but it actually stressed me out much more than i was anticipating it to like no. i was i was sweating yeah. so i i'll give it a three and a half for that
0: Okay. I was getting the same feels for um um uh, like Halloween kills. I was like, okay, Michael Myers never really scared me, but for some reason, with how brutal he was in that movie, he was. I up. kept checking, and then I I sit in the very back of the theater. So like how the theater set up, there's like a big gap that someone can easily just walk through, <laughs> crawl through, or hide behind your seat. And I caught myself, especially with with Scream Six. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Looking behind, like, oh, they're gonna have a ghost face jump up. No, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I did catch myself doing that a couple mm-hmm. times. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, huh. Rochain,
1: Scare Scale.
2: I would honestly, I'm gonna give this one like a four. Cause, what? like, now granted, I, f- I still do feel like I'm pretty desensitized to this stuff at this point. And like, I didn't necessarily jump or anything too much while watching this. But I feel like I can still recognize how scary this movie is as far as, like, slashers go. Um, yeah. Something I mentioned, might have mentioned before is, like, the tension level of this movie is really, really high. And so, like, there are so many scenes where you're really wondering, like, are these characters going to make it? And they're characters that you care about. Mm. So, like, putting them in these positions where they now, like y'all said, much more brutal ghost face, um, for me, really ramped things up. Because it's like... You're in this place where you know if these characters get caught, they are getting their shit fucked up. Like there is there is no mercy to these characters, and so for that reason, I feel like this one just had a had this weird level of 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 tension and fear that I haven't really necessarily felt too much in this franchise, um, and I appreciated that. Like I feel like there was a little bit of it in Scream Five. Like I think they were starting to go in that direction with the brutality. Yeah, but just how much Ghostface did not give a fuck about anything or anyone in this one was pretty damn scary. Yeah, it so was, I'm gonna say a four.
1: Yeah, it was disrespectful. Um, but okay, germs. What are you thinking?
3: Ah, uh, a bitch was scared. <laughs> I, I want to give it a four and a half. Okay. <laughs> um, I. This Ghostface. It's not the typical ghost face that we usually deal with who is clumsy, who's you know who who pulls stunts, you know what I mean? this ghost face meant business mm-hmm. like even I, up until this point, I feel like the most serious ghostface was uh Nancy Loomis Debbie Salt, yeah, mm-hmm. because she had a point to make, you know what I mean She was out for revenge to avenge you know her son. this one I felt like. He he not cutting no cards. They're not cutting <laughs> no cards. Like it is on and popping if if like I if I get you. And it's evident just because of the one-liners that this ghost face had. This ghost face, iconic one-liners, even in the opening scene. Who gives a fuck about movies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was shook. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right, like
1: I, I, I'll listen. But,
3: <laughs> yeah, four, four and a half.
1: Okay, nice. Well. That leads us into the movie. So, without further ado, it's time mm-hmm. to break down Scream 6.
2: All right, homies, we are entering into spoiler territory. So, you have been warned, but today, like we said, we are talking about Scream 6, this movie coming to us in 2023. Directed by Matt Benatelli Open and Tyler Gillett, written by James Vanderbilt, Guy Busick, and Kevin Williamson, starring. Jenna Ortega, Melissa Barrera, Mason Gooding, and Jasmine Savoy Brown as the core four of Tara, Sam, Mindy, and Chad, but also with returning characters Courtney Cox coming to us as Gail, Hayden Pennateer as Kirby, and Roger Jackson as the voice. Hello, homies. <laughs> You were probably expecting a Ghostface synopsis, huh? Well, sorry to disappoint, but we're doing things a little differently this time. You must be tired of the same old shtick after last time, right? I mean, who still does movie trailer voices? What is this, the 90s? Times have changed. I and mean, We're not even in Woodsboro anymore. My bad, spoiler alert. But you already knew that from the trailer. I know. Let's play a game. I'm going to name three things out of context, and you tell me which one's a spoiler. Come on! It'll be fun. Back alley blind dates. Devious dumpsters. Calculated corpses. So, which one's the spoiler? Come on, you're an expert on this movie, right? How about this? You take a guess, and if you're wrong, I'm gonna rip out your insides one by one. Also, who gives a fuck about the movies? Roll credits.
1: Okay, so let's go ahead and peek into somebody else's notebook, which I heard Germs has some notes for first? us. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay, please, please. Germs, go ahead. Tell us what is in your notebook?
3: Look at me. I am
0: so happy for you, Germs. <laughs> like, oh, thank you.
2: That's so exciting to hear, too.
0: Okay, go so, ahead. So, uh,
3: the first thing I thought of with this opening scene, she should have swiped left. <laughs> like, period. True. Um, just. This opening scene is the second best opening scene in my opinion. Okay. Uh, the The whole date setup
4: mm-hmm.
3: is just—I didn't know what was how this was going to play out, honestly, and I was on my seat from the jump. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this this opening was—I I mean, I have to give it to him because it really. Kind of subverts your expectations because I think at this point in time with the scream opening, besides I would say four, you, there's a, a specific formula that we are usually following um, besides the whole like stab within a stab within a stab. That's the only one that I had thought of before where I was like, though this is different. This kind of stands out to me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this one starts to play out very similarly and we have samara weaving as our known character who's gonna get taken out immediately uh which i was really happy that she was talking i I, you hardly ever get to hear her talk with her regular Uh accent and i was like oh that's so nice but um (laughs) yeah she gets killed but then we get the ghost face reveal and it keeps Mm -hmm. going And then you realize, oh, we're still in the opening sequence because the title card didn't come after she got killed. And I was like, what is really going on? But I, yeah, I I liked that. I liked that a lot. And I feel like it meshes in well to this story with the whole idea of, you know, it's bigger and it's better and it's this. And they're they're switching things up and it's going to be different. I feel like this sequence to me kind of played into that the best in comparison to other ones that have kind of tried to change up the sequence a little bit and then falls flat like the third like scream three to me has the one of the weaker sequences and i feel like they tried Uh to do something new with that one and i was like what is
0: this
3: (laughs) (laughs) And, and i to add to samara weaving she has a great scream she does that scream and just her being attacked it was so convincing the Mm -hmm. acting we'll get into it but there are other points in this movie where the acting to me i was i was sold i felt for these characters this is probably one of the screams that you really get invested into your characters
2: absolutely Mm -hmm. and
3: like i i agree with the whole notion
2: that they were really switching things up with this one because yeah after so many scream openings like I think most people are okay with the formula, but like the further you go in the franchise, there is a part of you that expects something different. So I definitely going into this one was like, all right, what are we doing for the opening? And even with what we just got with the date portion of the opening, I was like, all right, I'm kind of okay with this. Like, this is different enough that like I'm intrigued, especially with the quick reveal of like who Ghostface was. I was like, oh, are we just starting the movie knowing right. who Ghostface is? Because that would have, that set me for a loop. I will fully admit, I was like, that is something hugely different that would like change the whole landscape of this kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um But you know, we find out later on, that's not exactly what we're doing. And I'm still okay with where it goes from there. But I do think like the setup into the setup was really well done and like different enough that it stands on its own, but still definitely in line with the way that this franchise tends to go,
1: right? Yeah, and and it was interesting to have follow for a little while characters that you really want to see die. I mean, this is the most mm-hmm. I've ever rooted for Ghostface because right. where we we change from an opening sequence with a character that you're like oh i don't want to see anything bad happen to you and then something bad happens to her and then you start to follow this guy who you're like oh you fucking suck like i need you (laughs) to be gone and so it's so it's the only time that i've ever watched this movie and been so excited for Ghostface. To do it to kill somebody because <laughs> that whole sequence in the apartment i'm like yeah get this bitch like where are you <laughs> where are you come get Why him get
2: this bitch? <laughs> it's because of that damn monologue that he does i'm like oh go fuck yourself he right, talks about yeah. like oh how did it feel uh like oh yeah she was a piece of meat i was like please someone execute yeah. this man
4: immediately
0: <laughs> and it was like he was he wanted to kill her because she gave him a c that's on his, like july <laughs> giallo paper it's like well maybe it wasn't that great like yeah. everything's not all about you like you want to be cocky and upset because you got to see like whoop-de-doo you still pass. yeah i'm like that's passing bro <laughs> <laughs> you're fine <laughs> act like c's bad thing c stands for cookies okay <laughs> <laughs> but
2: I, I am very happy he got his comeuppance. Yeah. And, like, I I like the way that they did it, too. Like, I like the callback to the hot and cold. Um, the reveal of his roommate in the fridge was real gruesome. And I feel like really set the scene, again, for, like, the level of violence that this particular scream gets into. Because they're not shy about that. And, like, I feel like that sort of imagery, we've seen stuff similar in this franchise. But not to the degree of, like body parts, like, strewn about in in a refrigerator.
0: Mm-hmm. I would love to see his, like, the actual killing happen for his roommate. I know. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, you're right, Roche, because, like, it reminds me of, like, the first screen Scream, and it's like, uh, with Casey's boyfriend, the, mm-hmm. the director's cut, you see his intestines coming All out. All that but, stuff. But the theatrical cut, is like... Uh, no you just see him roll his eyes back (laughs) yeah and I'm glad they finally let go of that it's like okay just show us all the goods yeah
2: because we're we're at that point now where like not only has I think like taste changed over time but I feel like a lot of the people who are going out to see these movies especially with the horror that's come out in the past couple of years like we're used to hyperviolence now I don't know if that's a good thing but like it kind of is what it is so like nowadays it's totally fine to be like oh yeah no R-rate R-rating Show them the Show all the body parts.
4: Who cares? It's
1: fine. And I feel like it also goes into what they say later on in the movie about there is an expectation once you get to a certain point in a franchise where people expect more. It's Mm -hmm. people expect more gore. Even if the movie started out as a PG-13, if you're going to keep going and going and going and going, eventually there's an expectation that you're going to up the stakes and by doing so up the violence. And so I feel like... This movie definitely, definitely does that. And like you said earlier, Jeremy's the whole who gives a fuck about movies that cut to the title card. Oh, I was like, yeah, it it was very good. Very good. The
3: feels. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that did it. That did it for me, for sure. Um, But then we meet after meeting our opening sequence characters and getting them out of the way. We hop back into our our core four that they've lovingly named themselves in here. And this is one thing I'm going to come straight out of the bat and say, I like this movie more than I liked Five. I had more issues with Five than I did with this one. Five in and of itself had a little bit of a hurdle to jump because it was not only the first scream in a while, but the first scream that was saying, here are these brand new characters that you need to follow, I hope. I hope that's okay. And trying to weave in new characters and push the legacy characters out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, it just had some bits and bobs that I... It was hard for me to get past. But because they've done the foundation work in Five, I think from this one, they were able to just now fly with that. And so mm-hmm. one of my issues with Five is not getting a chance to care about any of our new characters not getting a chance to care about our new friend group and therefore not really feeling anything when people died. But in this one, they gave us so much character work and so much time to just watch them exist as friends that yeah, by the time the killings really, really start happening, I didn't want anybody to die. I was yeah. I was in it.
3: <laughs> so let me ask you guys this. Mm. Out of the core four, who do you think had the most improvement, char- like character wise as far? Hmm. I, I will- want go ahead, Ch- Rochaine. I'm I'm curious to see what you would say. Okay, like just out of gut
2: reaction, I kind of want to say Chad. Um, and I I think a lot of that just comes from like I gave a shit about Chad in this one. I genuinely did, and like. I think that because like Erica said we got to spend some more time with this group, we got to peel back his layers a bit more. And like I feel like he just kind of went from like the jock imagery to like having some, you know, some human qualities to him. And so it got to that point where like as things are starting to ramp up and like, you know, nobody's safe and like people are starting to get attacked, I found myself genuinely caring about whether or not Chad was gonna make it. And like, we'll talk about it a little bit later, too. But, you know, he's kind of getting set up to be the new Dewey, too. And I think that it at first, if you told me that's what they were going to do a long time ago, I would have been like, nah, bro, <laughs> like, absolutely not. But after this movie, I kind of see it like I, I, I do kind of see it.
1: Yeah, I I was also going to say Chad at first because, yeah, I agree when the movie, came, when when we started to get a lot of time with him, I was like, has he always been this kind of goofy golden retriever-esque guy. <laughs> I don't remember him being like this. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, we didn't ever really spend that much time with him in the first one. He was just kind of the the jockey boyfriend. So it with does the, make sense super that- super
0: horny girlfriend.
1: Yeah, with a super horny girlfriend. <laughs> so I'm like, it does make sense that now in a different environment, feeling more comfortable, yeah. we would see more of his personality. But I actually think the character that I was happiest with with their development from the first one to this one. Go ahead and say it. With Sam. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was yes. like, thank God you gave her something yes. to do. Because <laughs> yes. Sam in the first one was just, was the least interesting person. All she was was I'm Billy Loomis's daughter. Am I gonna be a serial mm-hmm. killer? That's all that she was, was, yeah. was. And it was such a bummer because I didn't know anything about Sam besides her demons. I was like, who is she as a person? Is she just mm-hmm. like okay, great? She was just a little bit static for me, and so it was so nice to I there. They did a good job, I think, in this one and balancing her obvious personality trait that she has a hard time letting people in and letting her emotions mm-hmm. show but they actually mm-hmm. let us still see her be emotional just in a different way and i feel like she got more moments of joy <laughs> she got more yes. moments to fight back i was like thank god this girl <laughs> is a real person now because <laughs> she was killing me in the fifth one
2: that's 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 true (laughs) but she also got they set her up plot wise a lot better in this one too with the whole conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. because i feel like that gave that character a lot to work off of and gave a secondary trauma outside of the fact that like she was related to billy um to work through and like that's the way because like i feel like you could slightly frame that as them making a mention of like cancel culture and like pulling that conversation into the movie to like you know be with the times and i think that was a very creative way of doing that because like when that plot point got introduced my brain immediately went like yes absolutely in like this universe i could totally see somebody on the internet starting that and then having the trickle effect of that go through and like when she gets you know the water thrown on her and all that stuff i'm like This seems like the society and like Twitter spaces and stuff that I know. Mm -hmm. Like this seems pretty spot on.
1: Yeah, I and I also wonder, too, in addition to cancel culture, it also reminds me because we have so much like everybody's connected to everything and there's so much information that people can spread easily i also feel like it kind of ties into how these real life tragedies happen and everybody comes up with conspiracy theories as if that didn't actually happen in real life and that like not real people are affected and like despite Mm. them being like we got the killer signed sealed and delivered it was them they're like but that doesn't make sense because what about (laughs) the handkerchief that was found on the scene who does that belong to and it's like Guys, (laughs) Guys, <laughs> relax. <laughs> like, you know, yes, yes, people can get things wrong, but at the same time, none of these people were in Woodsboro. None of these people know the situation that happened besides what they heard. And because they heard that Sam was Billy Loomis's son and that she was connected to the killings, all of a sudden she's a killer. It's like mm-hmm. the math ain't mathin'. It is for some people, obviously, <laughs> but it's not.
2: <laughs> I will I will also say that I feel like those those two are standouts to me, um, Sam and Chad. But I think across the board, especially with the core four, everybody seemed to have more to work with in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the idea of, like, Tara dealing with the idea of, like, I just want to live a normal life again. I thought that that was a great plot point for her. Um, and then I even like that, that Mindy had this kind of, like, still playing the Randy role, right? But then, like, as we get later into the movie, this... Um, this need to survive, I think takes over the character and like the actual severity and weight of the situation. I feel like we saw that hit these characters differently in this film where it's like, these characters know that someone's out to kill them. But like, this is, this was a movie where we got to see all of them really not want to die. Like they all were really like grasping onto life. And I feel like that was really compelling to see. And I feel like that attached you to these characters more cuz like a lot of times in slashers you'll meet the characters they'll get into their death scene and it's like damn that sucks but at least the chase scene was good but in this one you got like the same setup but then these characters are like I really don't want to die like mm-hmm. I, I like I understand what's going on but like yo I got my whole life ahead of me like I this can't be it and like that that was hitting me it was hitting me differently yeah. this time around
0: especially with one specific character yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking with about. Their, uh, with their, with their you're just like, I was in a I I was in my seat like, oh, oh,
3: oh. I got teary. I did too. I know, I know who you're talking about. We'll get
0: there. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like, damn, she didn't mean to sign up for this. Like, uh, yeah,
1: she didn't know. Yeah, but I assume you guys also felt felt the same way about Sam and and her. Development because oh,
3: yeah. mm-hmm. I I was not a Sam fan in five. Say- Coming out of six, I'm like, oh yeah, this bitch is on like, <laughs> <laughs> I I like her a lot. I turned to Bobby because we were we watched the movie together. Mm-hmm. I looked at him, I'm like, yo, like the development with all the characters across the board is just miles ahead of five. And I think it's because they really did pass the torch from five to six. Mm-hmm. And they and Radio Silence stuck with that formula, and it, they got a great project out of it. And then, two the new characters coming in, I'm. I've, this is probably one of my first gripes that i want to say about this movie. Some of the characters that were coming in, two in particular, I didn't care for. I thought they were very vanilla. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah. with the
3: addition of like people like Annika, I mm-hmm. loved Annika. Um, I loved Quinn. Quinn, mm-hmm. I thought was awesome.
1: Going off of that a little bit too, and. I don't know if you guys feel the same way as I do, but I will say, um, first of all, I was really worried about them bringing Kirby back because to me that just felt complete fan service. And I was like, we don't have to have everybody come back. I I get it, Mm -hmm. but I don't need it. But I will say I do like the way they brought her back. I feel like I... I think the legacy characters were much better utilized in this one than they were in five because five, they spent so much time on them that as a result, our new group of characters that were supposed to be learning to love felt like they were a back thought because they were like, we've got to give the legacy characters what they deserve.
3: Can you, it's like, can you imagine if, the killers in Five got the attention that the characters in Six got? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I think Five was just a love letter to Wes Craven, Mm -hmm. like, paying homage to him, which I totally get. Five was not bad. Yeah. I I think it was was good to just give us what we wanted, but what I walked away with after watching this is Radio Silence are fans of Scream, and they listen to the fans of Scream.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Just things that they've said... You know, I know there was a whole demand of they want a Kirby and Mindy scene. Boom, we got that. The mm-hmm. whole Stu Mocker theory, they addressed that. Mm-hmm. It's just, they, they listen. listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Their ear like is him. to the street.
0: And I know, like, with the whole Kirby thing, I freaking love Kirby. Like, she was the best thing mm-hmm. out of screen four for me. Yeah, um, me and too. I just, I found myself related w- with her a lot. Like, I just, I could see myself... And I know some people are like, why do you need to bring her back? Why, why, why? And I'm like, Wes Craven actually said that she survived. So Radio Silence, like, they follow Wes's, like, wishes and they Mm -hmm. granted them. Like, she lived. So...
1: yeah. And and now I know Stu,
0: on the other hand,
1: yeah, I was like, <laughs> yo, be fucking for real. Even yeah. if that TV didn't immediately crush that man's skull, he was electrocuted. Even if he's not <laughs> yes. dead, he has severe brain damage. He ain't killing nobody. Ain't so just that. let Shit. it be. If, I swear, if they, if yeah. Stu. Comes on the scene in any of these future pissed. movies. I'm I will leaving. Be I'm leaving. I will
3: be if he comes back, he's a vegetable. Like, keep
1: <laughs> they, it better be but, a scene where they go to visit him at the hospital, and they're like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. he That's was one of the it. killers." Yeah, but um, yeah, I I I was one of those people who was like, "Don't bring Kirby back." I know that they've wanted to bring her back, but because of the trajectory of it, it just I was like, I don't know if the timing just feels a little off but no i really feel like they gave her just enough where Mm -hmm. obviously she was important to the story but she was not the story she was just an element of it Mm -hmm. where and as for when it comes to sydney obviously she is a huge factor of scream she always will be and she always has been and i am so sad that nev campbell was not offered what she what she deserved, and but I like I'm glad that she stood up for herself and said, you know what, I'm a bow out. Although the circumstances of it suck, I do think the best thing moving forward is to have Sydney bow out because that's another thing about Five yep. is how yeah. can I care about Sam as our new final girl when you still have Sydney on the scene and you're still giving Sydney those those like badass moments and you're still giving yep. her like and yeah. if I see them side by side and I'm always gonna choose. Sydney and so yeah. if you want Sam to be my new final girl that I'm I'm invested in then you know like stand by that and have that be the thing because Gail is Gail works because Gail never was the final girl she was always an mm. asset but mm. I just mm. I just it sucks the circumstances but Sydney did need to leave this franchise eventually 100% agree and yeah this makes sense because also why is why would Sydney be in New York? Right. Yeah,
3: why would she and put herself she... in that danger again? <laughs> and then, too, like <laughs> say, say they do work out a deal, and they they pay Nev what she is worth. Yeah, how are they going to bring her back? I, I don't see ha-
1: how she has a whole the ass family only- now.
2: The only way that I honestly want to see Sydney come back is if they're going to use her for the opening sequence and have her get killed. That is the, that straight up. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a hot, that's a hot take. I understand. But like, if Mm. we're going to, if we're going to bring her back, I need it to be in a way that she is not the focus of the movie again. Because again, I think that is something that pulled five back, at least from the new core four in that cast was like, We're still focused on, you know, the star, the one who has been moving this franchise forward. I'm fully okay with her living. And like, I know even in our five episode, I'm like, yeah, kill Sydney. Like I'm still going down (laughs) this train.
3: You're on demon time. I I know,
2: I know. But like, all I'm saying is like, I feel like at this point in the franchise, it's either let her live peacefully or use her death as a plot device. That's that's all I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I would would vote for let her live like peacefully. That maybe she grow. could be, like, a FaceTime call that, like... <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe she, like, reaches out to them, like, hey, I'm okay. Like, I don't want to involve myself in this kind of situation again. Like, I have a family, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Like, they could play like that, mm-hmm. but... Like Randy with yeah. the videotape. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, they could do something like that, but mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people, like, they need to have the Nav to be in the next screen movie, or it's not a screen movie. It's no mm-hmm. screen movie without like... Yeah. this movie right here proves like it's a damn good screen mm-hmm. film without Sydney, yeah. yeah it can be
1: done and yeah. Yeah. i th- I think because we've been we've been allowed to give these new characters the space and the time that they deserve. I care about them now. I I I yeah. mean so Tara was one of my favorite characters from the fifth one and continues mm-hmm. to be in the sixth one. But I'm glad that now I feel that same way about the about more characters and so one other gripe that I do have, however, of this film, <laughs> uh, I feel like this is an appropriate Not the dramatic time. pause before. <laughs> well, actually, before before I get into my gripe, I do before I forget this, I do want to say one of the most unrealistic aspects of this film is that blow the whistle by too short be playing at a party and not everyone no, no, no. and not everyone would scream what's my favorite word bitch the fact that people didn't scream that at the party that was suspicious to me i said yeah y'all can't points this is points bank, off. this is not real that did i was like y'all could have picked another song because if everybody's not going to scream bitch then this isn't really playing <laughs> so that was a that was a negative but also the theater like "Eh." but yeah I was like not the silence at the party that that was weird but um my biggest my biggest gripe is I do think that too many characters survived this movie why is everybody on miraculous healing time because (sighs) this not since the first scream have so many characters survived because if you think about it in the grand scheme of things annika was the only friend who really died who actually Mm -hmm. died and so i just was a little bit it just i we need some more as much as i like everybody and i'm glad that they survived it just kind of feels it starts to move into that territory where you say nobody's safe but Everybody was safe because everybody was fine. I feel like as much as I like her as a character, um, I do think that because of the, the circumstances surrounding it is. I don't believe that they wouldn't have made sure that Mindy was dead
4: don't say that
1: i know and i know that that's i really 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 love that character but why would you only stab her twice you had plenty of time to to make sure and then and then to be approached by another ghost face who i know is playing the part but and then to be saved and then be like well now i gotta go to the hospital make sure she's dead and i swear to god if gail survives one more interaction with Postface. I am going honest, to I, freak out.
2: <laughs> I was both equally mad and so happy that she survived Same. because, yeah. like, I was mad for the sake of the like standalone plot. I was mad because, like, you should be dead. You absolutely yeah. should be dead. But for the joke of the franchise, I was like, I'm kind of okay with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a badass, moment. It was Gale. a badass moment, but and and it's like Gail. The way that Gail went out is like the way that I wish that Dewey Dewey sequence would have played out more because Gail was given Ghostface the blows, like yeah. given mm-hmm. given the one twos, and I mean, I get that that's always how Gail has been, so that tracks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Can we just talk about the fact she did not give a fuck oh, about care. her boyfriend?
1: No. <laughs> she she said, that so how quick. you
3: agree how you agree with Ghostface, like all that muscle yeah. for now she's like, yeah, useless. Like the kiki moment real quick. Like,
1: <laughs> I know. He, I, I feel like Ghostface is like, sorry I had to kill your boyfriend. She's like, who? <laughs> you had
2: yeah. to kill him? This is between you and me right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, I,
1: but I did I I like cackled when she put him on hold.
2: That was yeah, yeah, oh, so yeah,
1: good. Dying. Yeah. I can't oh. believe
2: it's been that long into the franchise and nobody <laughs> has pulled that right. one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or that I didn't even realize until they said it that Gail and Ghostface have never had a phone never conversation. Never had a conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. They,
3: they never had one. And everyone was looking forward to the, the conversation and the chase scene. Mm-hmm. Her chasing in two, they were like, it's way better than that. It was good. I thought they were going to give more. I thought they were going to give more, but it did Gail's justice, and the fight Gail had. My girl was like, oh, you, you're going to work for this. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) She
1: (laughs) said, you're going to kill. You're going to kill me. Kill me. If that's what you (laughs) want to do (laughs) on the Upper East side. I said, okay, Gail, but I do, I I did. And I liked her thing when she was like, tell, like, tell Sydney that I never, like, I never would you say like, he didn't get get me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. And I get it. I get that that's the thing of Gail now. But I, I I, it's it's because it was Gail on top of. Other characters seemingly should have died and then yeah. we're OK. And I, I either Mindy or Chad, one of them should have died. I, I would mm-hmm. have sucked, but for Chad to get stabbed, 76 times <laughs> and then then be like we've got another one i was like Yeah.
2: again it's another franchise joke just like with the gale situation he gets the dewey treatment and it's one of those again for the standalone plot i'm like i feel like you should have killed him. <laughs> but as somebody who has now seen all the other movies i'm like okay i get why you didn't kill him and it's kind of hilarious but Erica, I do hear you, and I kind of agree with you. I think out of those three, we definitely needed to lose one of them. And yeah. I, I think if you lose one of them, it gets rid of that idea that, like, okay, everybody honestly survives this film. Um, I think that would have cleared up a lot of that particular gripe. Um, however... I feel like you don't feel it. I'm speaking for myself here, but like I didn't feel that way until after the movie was finished, right? Like once everything was revealed, and once you sit there and you think about it, you're like, hold on, the only Annika die, like once you get to that point, you're like, okay, hold on. But I feel like in the process of watching the movie, I didn't care about it as much.
1: Yeah. And like I said, it's like, and the first scream, if you think about it, only Tatum of the friend group really got killed so but it's like we've come so far since then in the sense of knowing that characters are dispensable and disposable and so it's scary to think that your favorite character might get taken out and randy dying and things like that such a shock and so i guess i was expecting because this is now the second of the reboot requel, i was expecting that to start to come into play um so when it didn't and we saw more random characters which was also scary in this one to me how it was like oh you don't want to be in the wrong spot at the wrong time because if you were in that bodega (laughs) 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 maybe you were you were you're gonna be dead and it wasn't even you weren't even involved in the plot like you were just in the way (laughs) things like that were were stressful to me but yeah i was a little I was i was a little bummed that there wasn't more and and Kirby, too, I said, Kirby, baby, <laughs> where did you get shot?
2: But then Kirby was the Gale of this one. Like, I, I feel like But
1: Gale was they, the Gale.
2: I know, I know Gale was the Gale of this one, but then when Gale got taken out, Kirby had to be the Gale of yeah. the ending. Right. So like, again, they're doing all these franchise things There are definitely callbacks to like, if you know, you know, but then also, I don't want to like fully excuse these things because of that, right? right. Like for me, it works for that reason, but I fully understand why it wouldn't work for somebody else, because it's very unrealistic that some of these characters make it through the things that they make it through.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was, like, really surprised that what what did we say his name was? Danny? The boy, Danny. the neighbor? Mm-hmm. That he survived, because when we find out who, when we find out the ghost face reveal, I was I'm surprised that one person didn't go after him, because right. of how they are, but <laughs> yeah.
3: I I feel, too, going back to the point of Too Many Survivors, I want to give Radio Silence credit because think about it, y'all. They develop these characters a lot. We give a damn about them. Mm -hmm. Seven comes around, it's going to be a bloodbath. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, like, at least 75 or 80% of the cast now, if they come back, they're gone.
1: They have to. They have to. At this point in time, you guys. And that's what I'm expecting. Yeah, I'm like, okay, they saved them. For mm-hmm. next time yeah um, basically but i but at the same time you're you're banking on people staying with your franchise and being like yeah. okay, well now i'll go see the seventh one maybe
3: it's a contract maybe it's like like you know it's like hey you're on for three years if we're greenlit we'll yeah be the yeah team. and they, say, i okay. i do think um going back to what i was saying earlier danny can go i he was very boring <laughs> to me He's mm-hmm. cute. He was cute, but like he—he's expendable. Yeah. I would see him. I would rather <coughs> him die than Anika, Annika. Annika.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, because her death was so brutal—that yes. she
3: was fighting too. Like she was on the <gasps> ground, scrapping. Like look at my that girl. Was, like yes. come on.
1: That was one of the worst deaths I feel like I've seen in this franchise, only because she out of she was completely unrelated just pulled into the situation she was fighting for mindy she said get off my girl and she started swinging and then to be stabbed to be stabbed in her stomach and then she's bleeding yeah just like slicing and dicing Then she's bleeding out for how who knows how long they were actually in that room probably like five minutes she's girl bleeding out. and then they say crawl across this ladder crawl (laughs) across this building and she's like probably losing all her blood she's unconscious she's trying to get across it and then for them to be shaking the ladder and she yeah. it was just it and then for her whole head to just bop off right. that dumpster i just her felt it so just bad. falling she
0: smashed her face it like her face was indented i just felt so
2: and they were bad. like look at it
0: <laughs> yes oh, my, oh my, god. my god it was it was
1: her death to me is just and i think yeah. it's because yeah, she is a very likable person and and you see how much she cares about these people that she doesn't really know like even in the in the party scene where she goes and she tries to stop Tara like she's mm-hmm. the one who was the first person to go up there to and be like, up. "Hey." Yeah. And she barely knows these people and she's willing to stick beside them despite what's going on and and fight back for them and then for her to get taken out like that was just Bru- so and
3: disrespectful. On that ladder <laughs> like sh- Devin Dakota is the actress who plays I Annika. Love her. Mm-hmm. I love her. When they said action, she said, oh, my rent is due. Yeah. <laughs> my rent is due. Like, yeah. she was... she. I did not feel like that for a character since Scream 4 when Olivia died. Mm-hmm. Just her screaming. Oh, screaming. yeah. Because hers
0: was brutal, as, hers yeah. was brutal as well. Yeah.
3: She was... And just the actress, um, Marielle Jeffers, I think her name is. <laughs> um, She was just... She she gave emotion and Annika, I I just I she was, she said like I don't want to die yeah. reaching out to them. I was like, girl, come on, just jump,
1: do <laughs> <Jump. laughs> something. It's but so yeah, sad, damn. and she got choked out. Now that I'm thinking oh. about it, yes. oh, yes. she, got, she got all it the
0: way messed much. up. It mm-hmm. was really too much for her. I felt like so bad. I feel like with hers, like with hers, and like Olivia's, it make you as a viewer, you're like, damn, like these are humans like, yeah. mm-hmm. like they're going through all these emotions. You can't even imagine what they're going through. And you're just like, it's like a gut punch. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's, and it's those ones where the sequence is. Cause obviously scream has very long sequences of chases and things, but it's the one where they're like dying for the whole sequence that get to me because, yeah. you know, they were in pain the whole time, like just trying trying to get through so yeah her death her death was rough now I mean all and like I said all the violence in this was rough but hers just was hers hers was a bit of a bummer because she was such a sweet she was such a sweet character I do want to ask you guys (laughs) going back to Gail a little bit how do we feel about Gail not changing like she's still the same gail do we does that track for you guys that she's like still on her same bullshit i did love the double punch that was very oh, much yeah. that was very much
0: um <laughs> satisfying and to her me. cameraman was a black man so it kind of reminded me of the second film mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <he's> like, <laughs> oh. but yeah i will
2: say her that first dodge was very much neo mm-hmm. in the matrix but uh-huh. like Still, the double punch was
3: it fantastic. Was like, nice. I loved it. But yeah, and she wasn't even mad about it. She was like, she "Okay,
0: was like, <laughs> you know what?" To like like answer your right. question, I mean, that's the girl we know and love. Like, she's gonna, she's gonna do what ben what's gonna benefit her at the end of the day. Like, yes, yeah, she does these shitty things that hurt others, but at the end of the day, like, she still cares. But I mean, like, come on, like if we were to get a screen movie without her being that way. Is that really Gail? Like, right. I guess I was just surprised because of Dewey. The circumstances yeah. with
1: that, I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is, I, I this is the this is the thing that would that would kind of like make her take a little bit of a a step back." But it was just mm-hmm. to find out that she had written another book. I said, "Girl, another yeah. one? Come on, now. <laughs> put the pen away. Yeah, that, <laughs> put it that up." That was
2: that. That was the most. I guess unbelievable or hard thing for me to believe was that she would write another book about that circumstance. Like I could believe her showing up Mm
4: -hmm. trying to get the interview
2: and like all of that stuff. But like after seeing the things that she went through in five and like watching that character development, I do think that it was a bit of a weird step back that she would do the book. I think what made it okay for me is I think after the initial scene with Gail. Like once we get the Gale that we're used to, and then we spend more time with Gail, you can see the change in Gail. Gail has changed. And like the way she does have like a soft, a softness to her now that like once you get past the work aspects of things, I think you do see, especially in like some of her one-on-one uh, situations that she gets into, there is, there has been change in Gail. Um, I just thought the book was just such a slap in the face. And like, so may- maybe it's a good thing because like, you know, it stirs up that fire in you to feel that way. But like, that was the one character trait about her that I was like, I don't know if this version of Gale would go that far. I could see her doing everything else, but the book, that just seems like a lot.
0: That makes me think because didn't she say like at the end of the last film, like she's like, oh, I know what I'm going to write about. I'm going to write about Dewey. Mm-hmm. so that makes me wonder like maybe she ha- she did write about him but it wasn't selling the big bucks mm. until she started yeah. throwing everyone mm. underneath the bus or
1: unless she was like yeah I'm gonna write about Dewey and then it was like how Dewey got killed in Woodsboro murders yeah. part 4 <laughs> 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 but,
3: but to me like she didn't need to do that like in 5 we seen her thrive and living oh, her yeah. best life in, on, yeah. her ta- on her talk <laughs> show so it's like why do all that I feel like she just reverted back to old mm. Gale, you yeah. know, and she, she just couldn't help herself, yeah. you know? That's what
1: I'm saying, that book and money it, must
3: it, be good. It, it must be real good. It must be real good. And uh, it, she changed when she was with Dewey. She changed when Dewey was alive, but they weren't together. But then she was like, well, fuck it, I don't have any. She even made a comment about her, her parents ain't shit, you yeah. know? And she was like, well, hey, all I have is myself. Mm. And I think she just before she was tough, but ever since Ghostface came in her life, it's... And again, she's Teflon now.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And I will say the... Uh, now, I want to be
2: careful with how I say this, but, like, I will say that the, the one line about... Um, I, I think it was during the phone call when Ghostface was talking about, like, oh, whether or not Gail will still stay relevant, whether or not Ghostface exists... I was like, "Damn that that's a deep cut. That is a absolutely deep cut." But like, I think for the scene and for the character, perfect writing.
3: Ghostface was reading the girls. <laughs> Ghostface was reading. Mindy was reading everybody too. Like, it was just like they were ruthless with their hands and their mouths. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah, coming for everybody's neck, truly. Yeah, but yeah i do um going back to what you said though germs yeah danny to me was like just okay i think he served the purpose that he needed to serve i like what he kind Mm -hmm. of stood for in the grand Mm -hmm. scheme of sam's life i thought that that was fun um but yeah i think across the other characters, he was he definitely felt more like a tool <laughs> than than a person. Yeah. He was just like a means yeah. to to get to this ending bit. Um but I'm assuming the other character you're talking about was that Ethan that you didn't mm, yes. like? Yeah, yeah. so boring <laughs> Virgil boy. I,
2: so boring. I only this here's the thing with Ethan. I only dislike Ethan, I realize, because of his involvement in the actual plot. If he was honestly just innocent I think I would have liked him more.
0: It made it so obvious. Like, I don't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, it's his character wasn't like doing anything right. And like, I was okay with that under the impression that like he was just here and just in the shitty situation, like Annika was. Like, that for me was okay. I'm like, if you're just an unfortunate part of this group, like, I'll pray for you, you know, whatever. But like knowing (laughs) now, knowing now how involved he was, it made it, it honestly made that character Mm. worse for me.
1: Yeah. Cause I, that's true. I kind of, yeah. I kind of liked when he stood for, at first to me, I was like, okay, Ethan would be me. That guy who's like, no fucking way am I involved in this bullshit. Like, I don't know nothing about these people. I don't want to be here. Like, I'm just here to be here. And, and if they were going to go down that route, I was like, oh, that's kind of fun to see a yeah. character who truly is like, bro, get me out of this shit, and then and then if he had gotten taken out, because I'm like that probably would be me in this situation. If I found out that my roommate was involved in all this, and now as a result I'm involved in it, I'd be pretty distraught. Like I came here for an education, and I'm about to get killed. Like I feel like that path. I was like, okay, I kind of see what they're doing. Um, but yeah, and then it's like actually, this is who I am. Which I'm interested to know, because Ash, you said that it w- Ethan was obvious for me the cop he was immediately yeah the detective i was like oh he's he's ghost face like both both me and anthony looked at each other at the same time and was like it's the cop right and then (laughs) and then there's it's the part where they go to the warehouse and everybody's kind of going through and saying all the stuff that they've been through (laughs) and then the detective looks at them and he goes. You've all been through so much, and me and Anthony both looked at each other. We went, "Yep," we <laughs> were like, "That did it. Yeah. That
0: did it." Like, I know, like, because <laughs> someone was a hoe and spoiled it. Oh, mm. they actually commented on one of my tw- my tr- tweets and like said the names. Oh, and I I like erased it from my mind. And then like when I'm watching the movie, I was like, "Damn it!" But like with <laughs> the, with Detective Bailey, like some of his line delivery, you're just like, "Yeah." Yeah. Even when he was crying, when his daughter was murdered, yeah,
1: family's gone. I'm like, there was not. (laughs) That was the driest of cries I've ever seen. I was like, if you're gonna be Ghostface, you gotta act, baby. You gotta get these lies down. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my
3: family's gone. What did Tiffany Pollard say, New York? It's an inner cry, bitch. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it it was obvious. Yeah,
1: he. This is the. I will say that is the quickest I think I've ever been known who a ghost face was just because I will say I didn't I obviously I didn't know who he was working with. I actually could not figure out who the other people were going to be involved with it. But he -hmm. I knew he was pulling the strings because I'm like, he's a cop on the inside. They find this warehouse that has all this stuff that the cops probably provided. As soon as Sam gives her alibi, the alibi gets killed. It's like all yeah. these little things. And when he was like looking to Kirby, I was like, "Why? She's being totally normal. Like, why?" Oh, you can tell he at- was
0: shooken. Yeah, he's like, when "Oh, she <laughs> pulled up on the scene." He was just like, <laughs>
1: "Fuck!" He was like, "What's mm-hmm. yeah, up?" Yeah, I see your <laughs> shit. Like, uh, why, why are you? It
3: here? was like a dick measuring contest when, he, like, <laughs> yeah. he saw her and. I, they Like you said, Erica, the way they utilized her, it wasn't too much. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too little. It was just right. And she was the red herring of the, the film.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
3: I love how they... It was still Kirby Reed at heart, mm-hmm. but it was a very more mature. And I love the dialogue that she had with Tara in the shrine. Mm-hmm. And I wish, I hope, when I buy this, the media, there is like... A special feature where we can take a tour of the shrine. Oh, I want to yeah. every Easter egg. I, when I saw the, the trailer and I saw the shrine, I got wet. I'm like, Holy hell, it was like
0: goosebumps! You're just like, Yes, like, it took I your breath caused away. It. Yeah, it.
3: Yeah, it was immaculate. But I think how Kirby, you know, she plays it back in her mind like, I died for four minutes, I believe she said, mm-hmm. and when I woke up. I was angry. I was mad. And I, at that point, mm-hmm. I decided I wanted the thing that monsters to be scared. of. I wanted monsters to be scared of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I was just like, flowers, flowers, mm-hmm. flowers. Girl.
1: Yeah, because I'm like, that makes sense to me that mm-hmm. that especially with the type of character that Kirby is. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense that she wouldn't just show up to show up or be there to be there. I'm like, yeah, I, I do believe that she would try and fight back against the situation in the way only like in the best way that she can. And so I do believe that she would join like law enforcement or FBI of some sort and then be especially interested in this case. So I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I I totally get why Kirby's there. And yeah, I understand why her being there kind of shook Detective Bailey to his core um, because why are you here? But (laughs) yeah, that whole, the whole warehouse shrine thing, I loved that and I loved that that ended up being our final, um confrontation location yeah. because yeah. it worked perfectly it re- and it reminds me of scream too my favorite scream it reminds me <laughs> of that the theater and like running around that it it kind of pulls back to that for me and i think it was really cool to be able to involve elements from past screams in the final battle and, and have all of these callbacks and that and take out new ghost faces with things that have taken out old ghost faces. Like, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm.
3: And I think, too, like, with that shrine alone, we didn't need Sydney. Honestly. Right. Yeah. I, think, I think the shrine itself kind of trumped Sydney's presence in the movie because we've had these, we have these constant, the, the third act is there.
4: Mm -hmm. And
3: I, while it was a great place and conclusion to the movie, I thought, how could they have possibly, you know, integrated her into that?
1: I really wouldn't. It wouldn't have made sense. Because what? Sydney? why was, I really, I'm like, why would Sydney go to New York? She has no reason. I I wouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) would have been like, I'm leave. And she does. I think they're like, they, she took her family to a safe location. I was like, oh, so she left the country. <laughs> they went on vacation. <laughs> and did. yeah, they're on an island somewhere having having a good time. Because yeah, I was like, I would want to be as far away from New York, especially because at that point, it's not even about Sydney anymore. It's about mm-hmm. Sam. It's, we've, we've it's fully, fully, yes, about we've Sam, fully yeah. transferred into Sam and Tara kind of leading the Ghostface plot, um, which, the ghost so the reasoning behind the ghost face um oh, killings in this one <laughs> i did was not my favorite it wasn't my mm-hmm. my favorite it i because it's the same as the second one in the sense of oh you killed one of my family members now i'm gonna get revenge on you but i feel like it was played better in the second one um for me this one felt like a little bit of a stretch for it to be like, you killed Richie, so now we're gonna kill you. What I thought, once I put the pieces together and I realized it was like a whole family unit, what I thought it was gonna be was I thought that maybe they were like a family of killers and Richie kind of fumbled it, but then they saw in Sam an opportunity to bring a new killer in. I thought they wanted Sam to like literally join their Ghostface gang. I thought they were gonna make her kill Tara. Like I thought that was what their whole thing was. We're gonna have you kill Tara, and then we're gonna like, you know, we're gonna have this whole thing and we're gonna spread the word and we're gonna become like these legends, whatever. That's what I thought it was gonna be. So then when it turned out to just be like, oh, we're mad that you killed our little bitch ass son, (laughs) <laughs> like, like, bro, get out of here <laughs> and our brother i guess and our brother i just was i just thought that that was especially for there to be three ghosts face and that to be all of their reasoning exact it wasn't reasoning. my favorite
0: like
2: yeah, yeah I, I, oh go ahead uh i was just gonna say like I, I just kind of agree during the reveal I kind of was like, okay, like that was my reaction when it got, when they unmasked, I was like, this logically makes a lot of sense. But like, I, I'm not like moved emotionally by like who you guys are. Um, I will say going back to kind of the Ethan thing for, I think three might've just been the wrong number, like too many. Like if Ethan had just been an innocent bystander and gotten killed off at some point, then we could have just had Quinn and her dad. And I think that would have been enough because we already had that that family relationship set up right. so having her one reveal that she's not dead and then also be a part of the scheme i felt like that was enough like i i didn't feel like i needed ethan to also be a part of that um that equation
3: i think with the big picture to me for the motive is like revenge like it's it's mm-hmm. it's a remix on to in, in a sense yes mm-hmm. I looked at it as conspiracy theorists and online rumors. That's how I looked at it as, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, with conspiracy, especially with the climate that we live in now, uh, conspiracy theories are running rampant. It's easy to get behind a keyboard and start some shit. You know, Mm -hmm. how many times have we logged on and seen like a fake celebrity death or something? Mm -hmm. So, that's how I looked at it as I do see like, yeah, revenge, you know, a family of killers. Eh. But I think it Radio Silence tried to avoid that by placing this conspiracy theories, these online rumors. So yes and no, I feel. I'm on the fence with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like over here thinking about it. I'm like, okay, they're siblings. So how do they play that off? Like, especially like with their last names. Yeah. So, like, did mm-hmm. they not know Ethan's last name, or like, did he switch it up? Or I'm I'm sure did... there
2: had to have been some like um, switching yeah. around, Espe- especially with having like someone in the force too. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he could forge records and all that stuff. So, yeah.
4: like,
0: but I was uh, one of my friends. She had made a status, and she was just like, "The way the dad's obsession over Richie is kind of sick, and it makes you want to like." how the other two siblings felt about it. Cause I'm like, if I was one of those siblings, I would turn on my dad. Cause I'm like, how are you gonna be so obsessed with your oldest and then drag us along for your
3: yeah. Like yeah. your
0: revenge. Like Ethan,
3: when he said there's nothing like a bond with a dad and his first son, they pointed the camera to Ethan and he was kind of looking down like, right. bitch, what am I? Chop suey Like
1: right. But I think I think it just it was like the little As they talked more, I think it was just all of the little details of the plot that threw me off. It was like a little bit too detailed. Honestly, if it was a little bit more broad where it was like, yeah, we want revenge. I almost feel like I would have been like, "Okay, for sure, whatever. But knowing that they started the rumors about Sam, they started the conspiracies, knowing that all of them are crazy, like all of them were into it and none of them seemed like they were like kind of uncomfortable with the situation it seemed like all of them were thriving even if it And like i said at first at first i was like okay well maybe the two kids are crazy and the dad's just kind of like i got to protect my kids and he got pulled into it but then the dad feels like he's pulling the strings but then the kids are absolutely like orgasming every time they <laughs> every uh-huh. time they stab someone <laughs> so i i think it was just like all of the lit and then they were like well fuck the movies it's not about the movies but then they're also championing
0: movies <laughs> Real Richie's movie. You yeah, gotta finish his movie. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, oh, they did say that. Yeah.
1: So it was just like it. It just I wasn't quite sure. I think this is the most unsure I've been about the killers and their motivation because I thought it was like it was a lot of different things, and so I just wasn't quite sure what the exact reasoning was. I I all I boiled it down to revenge on Richie's behalf, but then at the same time it seemed like it was more than that and so right. i was just a little bit unsure of especially because there was three of them um and it seemed like the two kids really were they they seemed like they were doing it more for revenge but then the dad was like adding in he all these the other shit. things yeah
0: <laughs> like we could I, tell which one was his favorite right mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah <laughs> I I will say, like, despite the reveal not being like the best for me, one of the most engaging parts about the ending was this idea that we are following Billy Loomis's, you know, his family yeah. here and like what that means for this franchise and what that means for them as people. Now we talked about it at the beginning, we could talk about it right here. Still not a fan of uh Ghost <laughs>
1: Billy. of
2: Ghost Billy it's um, still oh not working gosh. for me. Every time it happened, <laughs> like that was one of the few audience participation parts that was there was people being like, uh <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah. we well, got he looked that. worse
0: than this one too. Yeah. Like like the last one, like, yeah, you could tell they did the aging and all that stuff. This one, you're like, he you don't look right. It, it could have <laughs> been a they,
2: voice. It could have just been a voice. That's what I was about to
0: say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um that's
2: true. but the That aside, that aside, and, like, I'll just leave it at that. I was not a fan of it. Um, The idea that you are basically trying to ghostface two younger ghostfaces, I really liked that. Because, like, once the tables turned and it was their turn Mm -hmm. to start ghostfacing, I was like, I'm here (laughs) for this. I like every part of this.
1: Yeah.
3: Wait a minute. Before... When Chad was getting stabbed the hell up, his organs must have been dancing. Like, you gotta be quick. Like, you gotta be quick. Yeah, yeah. They were probably doing the Macarena in his body. Like, yeah, my, they were dodging My that man blade. was
1: shimmying. And you know what? Yeah. Chad Okay, that was also one of my favorite lines is when Chad's fighting back and the mannequin head gets knocked off and he goes, beheadings! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was, like, one of my favorite parts of the movie. I thought about that the whole ride home. I was yes. like, that shit was funny. But, um... Yeah, Chad. Chad is a, another death where the way that it was acted and the way that it played out, like I felt that Jeez. shit. I think that his death for me, just because of the circumstances, and he was doing a really great job of fighting back. Like I, how mm-hmm. I had to give it to him. He was he was doing yeah, his. How
3: thing. do your neck veins act? Like,
1: <laughs> how his, his veins oh were gosh. acting. Veins was everywhere. Right. There were veins everywhere. Yes, and, he, and his and- neck was bulging. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but to but to top it off the double bit blade clean from the ghost face <gasps> mm-hmm. I needed I needed a mm-hmm. cigarette mm-hmm. After that know. that shit was smoking. they know
0: they killed that how oh, how long they practiced that oh like all until the they one, until two, they got th- it yeah, right, one, two.
3: Someone, <laughs> needs Someone needs to make a gif. Someone <laughs> needs to make a gif of it. I just
1: know. So I know good. they they knew they killed that shit after it happened. They were mm-hmm. like, yeah, they oh, did. really did that." They
3: served.
4: And you know what? I will give. I will
1: give that to. I will give that to them because if nothing else, they did eat that up. And like, I will give them they the props ate. for for being so so synchronized and and choreographed. Because I'm not gonna lie, these ghosts. them as ghost faces they're fucking smart like the way that they were Mm -hmm. tricking everybody the way they were playing everybody because even the thing with having the ghost face be in her bedroom and danny can see through the window and she seems like she's just on a phone call and ghost face is just hanging out in there and little things like that where i'm like oh they really had to put some thought Mm -hmm. into the way that that they ended yeah, and knowing that he was gonna have to switch out the body and and all I didn't these buy little that, things, though. I thought right? That I was, was a like stretch. the whole. So what? You you sent all the other cops out and said, yeah. "Let me check." And it, it, okay, sure, whatever. Every but much. other than that, I was like, that was smart. And even the whole thing with Kirby, like convincing them that Kirby was was not who she says she was, and then having them get confused. I was like, y'all played your cards. I'll give you that. But actually, Roche, and something you just said made me think maybe that maybe also a huge part of this movie is like how far you're willing to go for your family because I mean our ghost faces were were obviously very much tied within their family and willing to do anything for each other whether that meant killing or not but at the same time I mean though they were doing it for the right reasons so are Sam and, and Tara like Sam is consistently being like, you fucked with my family and like willing to do whatever is necessary to protect Tara, but then also protect the core four who she like considers her family now. And I feel like they touch on that a lot of all of them are like a found family and they're all willing to do whatever is necessary to make sure that they are the ones that survive and come out on top. So maybe that was also part of it is it's like we're just trying to protect our family and you guys fucked Mm -hmm. with that so now we have to fuck with you because you could say that in a lot of ways sam is like one one moment away from also going down that path of like you fuck with my family then i'm gonna come after you like this girl is she is hanging on by a thread she
2: flirts with her little side yeah she is very much so but i I fucking love it because like i I think that's a compelling arc to go into Scream 7 with and like what they do with that because especially in this last sequence once um once Tara and Sam get the upper hand and it's their turn to do the killing like we see how efficient both of them are even Tara who like this is new to her but like it's in it's in her blood yeah. cuz like she she had the same stab orgasm that they did yeah, when she, she took out- a little gleeful. You're gonna die a virgin.
3: <laughs> I love uh, that.
2: That one liner <laughs> uh, so good. And then Jenna Ortega always fucking eating up the screen every time. Um, but even like Sam, like Sam, when she's taking down the detective, Detective Bailey, she's basically being like, now this is how you do it. Despite the fact that y'all did a great job with your ghost face antics, let me show you how we do it in the in, in the true family in the OG, <laughs> and she stabbed the
1: yeah. fuck out of oh. that
3: man. Rochelle went <laughs> <like, win>. ah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> When she, before that, when she ran out of bullets in Kirby's gun, she threw that bitch down. She said, yeah. fuck it. She went full speed ahead and just threw bowls yeah. with him. Like.
0: Well, I love how fast she is. Like she she went, mm-hmm. like, and she, she ran at him and, so fast he forgot he had a gun. He said, Oh, that's shit. What I'm saying
3: I'm like Girl, and he and he gagged. He was like, Whoa. Like, and she Melissa looked. Awesome. Yeah. Like, her biceps, biceps and everything.
1: Out. Like Yeah. She looks she badass. Good. And I like mm-hmm. and even with her like in the in the tank top in the in her jeans and stuff when she takes her jacket off for like the final confrontation and stuff. Like she looks badass. Mm-hmm. And 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 just from the way that she's been playing it the whole time, oh, I believe that she's ready to scrap and ready yeah. to do whatever it takes for her and her sister to survive. Like I have no doubt that she would have ate this man. Ate this man's face off if it had to be that way. <laughs> like
2: I, I will say it's such a small thing, and it means nothing in the grand scheme of things. It really doesn't, because the amount of fan service that we got in this last sequence is phenomenal already. Mm-hmm. Had her tank top been white, just change the color a little bit so that it matched. Billy would have been. Mm-hmm. Oh brochage. Little, little little <laughs> switch there. Like everything was still fantastic, but like that last bit of callback would have been mm, Chef's Kiss. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, I never thought of that. That's very true. Yeah. That's Ooh. very true. Maybe the next film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll be wearing a white
3: Bring back the white Bring tank back. <laughs> um,
1: But yeah, I, I do definitely think that they do a good job of I, I like that when we start the movie basically. We we find out that Sam is like, hey, I killed somebody, and honestly, it did not feel that bad. Like it kind of felt mm-hmm. right. I like that we start with that information and like go through the whole movie knowing that because I the whole time I was waiting, I was like, is Sam gonna slip too far, or something gonna happen, and she's gonna you know get over overtaken by this? I liked knowing that for the entire film because I always was worried about Sam Sam's mental state like cons- mm-hmm. and not just with the conspiracies, not just it was like everything together i was like oh girl i'm worried about you and i need you to find a therapist who's gonna give a fuck because or maybe just talk to your friends because I don't know. Maybe you won't find a therapist who won't turn you into the police. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> maybe just tell your friends. I mean, friends. you were saying
2: a lot of things that even in confidence uh, should probably Ooh, be he told was, to
1: He police. was sweating. Part of yeah. me was like, is this a dream sequence? Because <laughs> that man was choked up. But when when we <laughs> he realized it was it. real. He, right, a- he yeah. asked
3: for it. He said, like, tell like, me. And she said, okay. <laughs> the, whole time, the whole time though, like... When we we're seeing like the the ghost face going after these characters, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I know these masks stank. Like oh. I know <laughs> they, these yeah. old ass masks with sweat and blood from, I know they is rocking and they just don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably smell mm-hmm. like mothballs. Like-
1: yeah <laughs> it's rank in there yeah. I know and I was thinking about when Sam picked up that knife and it still had the dry blood on it I was like whoever gets stabbed with that <laughs> that shit is probably <laughs> rusty and infected but mm-hmm. that's a yeah The they were the other aspect of like them leaving the masks behind and all that I was like this is this is cool and I will say I do think they integrated New York Well, I was wondering how we were going to get away with having so many people around and still having Ghostface able to do all of these different things. But they gave us just enough New York, where I was like, okay, I get it. We're in a big city. We're in a new environment. But I still believe that these characters. are gonna be slinking around doing all the shit that they're doing, and especially the subway scene. I was worried for that oh, one, but it came. It was it was perfect. I was right. like, "Yep, yeah." That's Mindy what got I cut
3: up, and someone was sleeping like right.
1: I was like, right, right. and I was like,
3: "That ain't the most New York shit I've ever right? seen." That was, <laughs> all, that's
0: truly yeah.
3: All Ghostface needed was some tims. Like, yeah. <laughs> Ghostface needed I, I, some tims. It would have been good.
2: Also, I'm mad. I'm slightly mad too because, like, they fully got me into believing because it looks like New York to me. Even somebody's not from New York, it's just shot in Canada, shot in Montreal. They they always do that, but like, they just do it so well. Like, I, I there was at no point while watching this film, I was like, "Is this New York?" <laughs> they, they 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 got a handle on yeah, that for
1: sure. Yeah, no, it looked it looked great. And like I said, this is the first time in a scream where I have felt like, oh shit, this could really happen to me. Because every other scream, I'm like, I wouldn't even be in this situation. The minute I hear <laughs> that y'all were involved with some shit, I'm gone. But in this movie, it really does feel like, it. The, especially with like the therapist's death, because I was like, that's exactly what I would do. I wouldn't open the door, but I would go to the door and see who it is. And the fact that that didn't matter and that shit still <laughs> killed him, I was like, damn, I wouldn't have survived i'd be dead yeah. i'd be smooth then in this movie
3: sorry to this man
1: <laughs> truly sorry <laughs> to that man <laughs> but yeah i was i was really i was really really happy with the way that it ended i felt satisfied mm-hmm. by the ending um you know when when chad popped back up I said it is what it is. I'm happy I'm happy that he's alive because I do want to see him and, and Tara get explored. I liked that little, I liked that like romance for them. I thought it was really sweet and I like that it like took its time. I believe that they would maybe get to that point eventually. So I'm glad he's alive because I, I did want to see them like actually date. Um,
0: but. So how did y'all feel like The last scene, like we see, we see Sam holding Billy's mask, like she's hiding it. You're like, oh shit, is she going to take it home with her? Like, is Mm. this the start of her, like, her, like, her taking over? Or
3: I was getting nervous. I was like, I think they're go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 go, go, go for it. Go for it. I think they're teasing a Sam and Tara showdown. I think they are really going to tease it. I feel like she keeps playing with that side of Billy's blood, you know? And even, like, at the end when Sam was going in on Detective Bailey, Tara was like, yeah, that was good. But she was side-eyeing that bitch. Like, yo, like, (laughs) this is kind of crazy. Like, Mm. and I just feel like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah,
2: I... I was gonna like I was actually just about to ask you guys like where you think we're gonna go from here because it does kind of leave it on a a bit of a weird place because like we I feel like we wrapped up quite a few plot lines so it's like where do we go from here um, and so like that I think ultimately could be a really fun way to like you know branch the series off into because like I would like to see a showdown between the two of them um, but Ash T. To what you were saying before, I don't necessarily know personally because, like, I like the idea that since we see her, you know, drop the mask, right? I, I like the idea that she does not want to become this and never really does. But we just know what's under the surface for her. And, like, that's just kind of, like... It's one of those plot points that's underscoring the rest of the franchise going forward is like anybody that fucks with Sam, you are fucking with an OG Ghostface, right. And so like, I like that that is going to be kind of like in the background of everything from here on out. Um, but saying out loud a showdown between Sam and Tara, that I, sounds kind of saucy. So, yeah. That sounds kind of saucy. I, I can't see, lie. And
1: I'm on the, on the side of like, I don't particularly love this whole exploration of oh can Sam become Billy only because if you're not gonna do it I guess it just depends on how it goes in the future because you're leaning so much into that but I'm like are you ever gonna actually have Sam as ghost-faced I don't I don't know if we'd ever Mm -hmm. get that far but I do and then it to me I, I I assume they'll keep going with it. But I don't know. The ending of this one almost felt like they were putting like a pin in it. It almost felt like she made a decision like, nah, I'm good. I'm leaving this behind. And it felt to me that it was like Sam, even with like the last thing that Billy said to her where it was like, you're smarter than this, like do it for your family, whatever, whatever. It feels to me like Tara is the one who can really pull Sam out. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, she'll go that far in effort to protect the people she cares about. But I feel like we really got to see that. It's like, it's not that she wants, to, she. it doesn't feel like she wants to do those things. It's more of like a fear that because she can do them, that she will. But to me, I almost felt like at the end of it, they were playing with Tara? potentially like i was like what if tara ended up going that way and sam was okay had to fight because i don't know just the way that tara was that's, gleeful that's some when, when, it, when she was like when she finally yeah, killed saying. that guy and she was like i ah, ha, ha. like i get that she was excited because she had killed him but i was like that was weird and also yeah. too sam was gonna let she wasn't gonna keep stabbing detective it was the look that tara gave her was that was like bitch you're really gonna let him live where she was like okay yeah i'll kill him (laughs) and like yeah i feel like tara looked at her like that was a lot but at the same time i also feel like because tara was like yeah you should kill him she killed him and so and i feel like tara is also a little bit more on this like Although it's not as obvious, I do feel like Tara is very heavily affected by what's going on. I just feel like Sam oh, yeah. is more outwardly obvious where, where Tara hides it inwardly. And I'm just like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what could happen, but I could see something causing Damn. Tara oh. to snap. And then I don't
2: you know. Y'all dropping some bombs right now because <laughs> I, I for <laughs> sure can see that. Ghostface Tara, absolutely. Yeah, 100% be like, can see she- that
0: she's she's angry Mm -hmm. like like we said earlier she wants to be normal she wants to be a normal college student but she can't do that because of what happened to her past but like if you notice like she has like this angst to her like this don't fuck with me type of vibe like she wants to be her own person she punched gail she was a playing around during the final act like she
3: jenna would eat mm-hmm. ghost face. Oh my
0: i know God. i would love mm-hmm. to see that
3: that's the other
2: thing too knowing as jenna ortega i absolutely could see them being like we just need to have her in the mask
3: at some yeah. point just oh i cause. would love that
1: and i feel like they could continue that whole theme of like you have to let me go i don't know i feel like they could continue Ooh. that but having mm-hmm. be like twisted a little bit where it's like sam has to be like damn I we got
3: Scream 7 already know. written for y'all. Don't even worry about Do it. i The core four right here.
1: The core <laughs>
4: four. Oh, this movie really for
3: <laughs> I will say, though, um, I did like the ending. Mindy comes straddling along, like, <sighs> it's the Dr. Bailey. It's this. It's this. Like, with her theory, And then she's like, shit, I got it wrong again. Like, it's, I know. She's, she can't make it to the. It's, it's a good thing she doesn't make it to act three in her movies because it literally saves her life.
1: Yeah, but yes. I
3: just think <laughs> she was awesome, just trying to you know save everybody, and then when she finds out it was Quinn too, she was like, "Fuck!" But <laughs> did you guys catch the post credits scene? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. T- she she just read us like. She-
1: I know they really did. I was like, "Oh, I'm embarrassed." <laughs> I was like, Ew, "I'm kind of embarrassed that I sat here and waited." I wasn't like, the only who, who person. Her? <laughs> it was like there's a couple other people in the theater and I mean, everybody laughed after it happened, but I was like, you didn't have to do that. Do us like that. But it is mm. true. Every movie does not need a most credit so scene. <laughs> but yeah, I think across the board, this to me, not to say that Scream 5 felt like a downturn or anything, but I just feel like we're back on track with like where I want Scream yeah. to be. Yeah. And I feel like after the last one, this one to me was getting back into that that like humor. This one to me was very funny. I, I feel yes. like this one balanced mm-hmm. the the humor with the slasher better than Scream Five. I don't remember really laughing very much in Scream Five, but I was cackling in this one at times. And 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 everyone mm-hmm. in my theater was. Like I could tell that everybody was like having a good time. So this to me feels like we're moving in the right direction with the new generation.
3: Yeah.
4: I agree.
2: Yeah.
1: Also, was this movie sponsored by Coors because I swear <laughs> was there, there was Coors, Coors in, the, in the in the in the scene in the like the the corner store. When they're hiding, the entire back fridge is all Coors product. She uses a Coors Edge as a can to throw away. Someone else is drinking a Coors later, and we, like, zoom out of the – like, we uh, see the table, and all we can see is the Coors. Oh. And then, it like, <laughs> zooms out of it.
3: Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go watch it tonight. So I'm going I'm to definitely yeah. – yeah, a...
1: <laughs> Keep an eye out.
2: I missed all of that. Yeah,
1: no. Keep an eye out because it's – it's it's everywhere. I was like, I've never seen that many Coors products in a Who beer fridge. Who I don't drink Coors. I'm a
3: like Coors Light
1: Oh, I drink Coors. Oh, oh, oh Erica. <laughs> Wait, should we?
2: Do you think we should then rate this movie out of Coors? Lights? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead and rate this bad boy out of out of Coors out of Coors Lights. For for okay.
2: for, me. <laughs> for specifically for Erica. Uh, oh yeah, one of our guests go first uh ash how about you
0: out of
2: course (laughs) out of course uh one out of five what would you give scream six
0: okay i'm gonna go ahead and give it four and a half cores. why you make that face jeremy because <laughs> I'm
3: buying already
2: starting yeah. to be. We're
0: gonna talk later, her and I. <laughs> actually, no, I mean, nah,
3: yeah. no,
2: don't change it, stand, stand by what, what you stand by. <laughs> don't Go let ahead. me change your ranking,
0: so, so um, yeah, four and a half out of five. I freaking love this movie. This was like one of the screen films that actually scared me that had me like a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how. In this film, everyone had their moment of t- moment to shine. Um, Sam's development was so much better in this film because I did not like her at all in the last movie. I was done, but yeah, I mean, like I guess I am one of those people that are like, "Why are there so many survivors?" Mm-hmm. But overall, I liked it, yeah, I'm trying to think like with the whole like ghost faces reveals yeah it was was a little (laughs) obvious like it was obvious with the detective and with virgin boy but with with uh quinn i was not Mm -hmm. expecting that so right they got me there Mm -hmm.
3: okay (laughs) Okay. uh germs um call me biased if you want (laughs) but i am going to give it five cores out of five i would give it a 12 pack (laughs) <laughs> I love this movie. I, I this movie was the experience itself was fun, and let's be honest, like the reveal. We haven't had a good reveal since one. Let's just put mm. it out there. Maybe Debbie Salt was okay, but I don't go to Scream to know who done it. I go and watch Scream to see how the story. It's taking place because you get involved with these characters. I go for the characters versus the killers and the kills. Mm-hmm. I do like to see the kills. But these characters I have loved, I love them. I, I am a fan of Sam. That's so crazy. I talked to so many of my friends and I didn't like her. I thought she was very dry. I I would rather watch paint dry. Mm-hmm. But this one here. I jumped out of my seat cheering for her and it is that's miles of what I felt for her in the beginning and if a movie can do that to me just give me a complete 180 on a character that's pivotal to the story it it's it's one in my in my eyes I want to apologize to Bobby Torres because he was sitting oh. next <laughs> to me he was sitting <laughs> next to me in the theater and every time I got excited I would like push him or smack his hand <laughs> or grab him and <laughs> I would ask him questions and I was just so excited seeing it that the movie itself was good. But then too, maybe it's my ranking is influenced to the events prior because it was a good day. I got to spend it mm-hmm. with my podcaster friends and, you know, got drunk a little bit and watched the movie. <laughs> so it's a 12 pack for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh Erica?
1: Okay. Well, first, I did. I did tell Anthony that I would let the homies know his rating, and oh, he gave okay. it. He gave it a four point eight out of five. Come on, okay. Anthony. Yes. yes. All right, Anthony. Very much, very much a fan. Very much a fan after it ended he was like that was fucking dope and i was like um but for me personally i think actually i think i'm with you ash i think i'm also gonna give it 4.5 course um because as a whole i think this movie is really fun it's very entertaining the kills are like crazy um the characters are improved upon so much as far as like our returning characters they did much better with the legacy characters this time and i think they balanced the amount that everybody was given much more um the the kills though as far as who stuck who they stuck on uh was a little bit left me like a little bit wanting just even if we got one more person who was permanent with um and also the reveal i guess i'm kind of on the same boat as you germs where it's like the reveal to me isn't as important but i will say i do kind of kind of, like those that ending sequence I'm always looking forward to and a lot of that banks on like the reveal and why everything's happening and who's doing what um because those are the most memorable moments it's like that last 15 to 20 minutes of a scream movie is like what I remember usually the most and this one just left like was a little bit of a the reveal itself was a little bit meh for me but the the ending sequence was still was still really good and I will say, I think the only reason I didn't rank it higher is I'm still really on this, on the fence about this whole like Sam Billy Loomis thing. It's not mm-hmm. my favorite. And I don't know why, because I, it it plays much better in this film. Like mm-hmm. I like the way that they explored it much more in this film, but it's still just not my favorite thing as like a, a running back theme. I don't, mind that she's billy's daughter it's just i don't know i don't love this whole like you're the daughter of a serial killer so now you might become one (laughs) i don't know i like Mm -hmm. there's like a little bit of a corny aspect of it to me um and i feel like that'll remain to be seen with how they how they utilize it in the future um but yeah i feel like in this moment 4.5 cores is where i'm falling also i do like uh the the soundtrack in this movie too i like the songs i play in this movie a lot (laughs) yeah
2: that's fair um i think so i've been flip-flopping the past three minutes but i think i'm gonna land uh similarly to anthony actually i'm gonna give this a 4.8 out of five cores Ah. um i i almost want to do a 4.9 but i think i will stick with 4.8 you might as well just Uh, give it a five then I, I know. Well, here's the, here's the thing is like enjoyment level, a five, like genuinely, like I really, really like this movie and I think it is an absolutely fantastic addition to the franchise, not only because I think it, in and I liked five, but like it takes the things from five and like it's on, un, it's unbound by the same restrictions that I think five had in terms of like pulling a new audience into this franchise and it really allows this movie to do its own thing. And for that reason, the movie's a lot of fun. They get to do a lot of fun things. We get to see a lot of different things that we haven't really explored in this franchise. And, like, even sitting here having the conversation about the movie has got my brain stirring, especially that pe- last, like, ten minutes of, like, <laughs> where this where this franchise can go from here and, like, the things that have been set up. Like, I feel like the hype that I feel towards the Scream franchise a lot is in part due to this film. And so like, that's why on an enjoyment level, it's easily a five, maybe, maybe we'll lean into the twelve back uh, era. But um, I think there are enough things in the movie because I don't think it's perfect. Like I love the movie, but I don't think it's perfect. There are a couple things that I'm not too sure about. Um, some of the I'm dead, but I'm not dead moments weren't the best for me. The reveal was eh in my opinion, but like I think overall the experience of watching it and the enjoyment that I felt from the movie, I gotta rate it pretty high. Um, so 4.8 out of 5 cores. Fucking great movie. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's phenomenal.
3: I know we've been talking a lot. And I know we're about (laughs) to wrap up soon. It's been a long day. (laughs) But I, can we I don't want to leave here without asking you guys to rank these movies. Like, Uh, uh, best or worst. (laughs) Okay. It's only okay. right when that's, we talk about Scream, everyone talks about what's the ranking. That's
1: Who fair. to go first? Oh gosh,
2: that's hard. I I think I think I can go first. So I was thinking about this yesterday cuz I saw somebody's ranking that I kind of agree with. Um uh, let me see if I do it in the right order cuz I didn't write it down but... I wrote it down. I was ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> um I think for me it goes I still think the OG it's going to be hard to move that one for me. Um so that's going to be number 1. Um and then I th- I think I would honestly put this as number two. Uh, I'd put Scream six as number two, uh, Scream two as my third, uh, Scream five as my fourth, then four, and then three.
4: I think I did um, that right. Okay. So
2: one, six, two, five, four, no. Yeah, four, three, (laughs) okay. (laughs) All right, that's mine.
1: Okay, I need. Okay, I need one more minute. I'm. So calm. I mean, <laughs> I'll go.
0: So yeah, go ahead. I keep going back and forth because two will always come first for me. Okay. But In this situation, my official rankings, I go one, six, two, four, five, three.
3: Oh, okay. gosh. Two fell to the third.
0: Please. Yeah. This wow. was. Wow. This was like everything I wanted. In a in a screen movie. Like I absolutely loved it. And it, it just mm-hmm. it, it, it did it for me. So yeah, it's a second <laughs> wow. spot.
2: Okay. All right, Mr. Kane prepared. Let's hear what you got.
0: <laughs> um
3: I wrote this down. Yes. <laughs> um I don't at me if you don't I'm at you. <laughs> I have one, six, four, two. Five, three. Again, none of them are bad movies. I am right. in my opinion. Yeah. It's just preference. Agreed. Agreed.
1: yeah No, that's fair. Yeah, definitely. Okay. None of them are bad, but some of them you just enjoy more than yeah. the others. So. I mean,
0: there's some people's rankings that I've seen on social media. I'm just like, yeah, somebody put three first
3: and I'm like, all right. <laughs> Can't just stop. That's like yeah. Come that's like you like Tokyo Drift out of all the no. Hey, hey hold on. I really, wait a
4: minute. Didn't
2: move the franchise, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it.
1: Okay. No god. I'm going to go two one five. All oh, right. wait no. Two one six. Two, one, six four, three. Five.
2: Wow, that is not what
1: I expected. All wow, right.
3: The diversity oh. here.
4: <laughs> I know, that's
3: actually surprising.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was actually gonna put three above four. Um, yeah, I was waiting for that one. I was like, hold up. You yeah, are- <laughs> I was gonna put I was gonna put three above four, but I will say I think as a whole movie, four is better. Um, although I enjoy three, I will say three like there are some sequences in three where I'm like, can we move this along? You know what I mean? Like, you know, and I don't I don't ever feel that way in the fourth one. But in the third one, sometimes I'm like, we're really having another conversation right now. <laughs> Come it, on, like, y'all.
3: For everyone too, like these are interchangeables. Like it, this yeah. goes day to day. Like what kind of what kind of mood I'm in? <laughs> like mm-hmm. three could be number one for me tomorrow. I don't know. But, right, right, right. But right, today,
4: right. yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well. I guess that wraps up our Scream Six slash Scream in general conversation. Um, as usual, homies. You know what? I lied. I'm gonna move it. I'm gonna do four point six cores. I've been thinking about this. I'm gonna move it up a point point one.
3: Okay.
4: okay. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do
0: four point seven. Come on, oh. y'all. Y'all might as well just give it a five. I'll, be, like, How about this?
1: I'll give you a four point eight. No, just you no. Know, I think I will. I think I'll stick with I think I'll stick with four
0: is a good rating, though.
1: 7. I'll go 4.7, actually. Of course. look that's
2: by tomorrow way. germs everybody's gonna be at a five you're yeah. fine do
3: it's
4: like <laughs> it's you're gonna homies, listen you're, night, gonna... you're
3: gonna you're gonna listen to the episode like i, I changed my mind, I, I, change know. My I, was
1: mind. I was literally like you're gonna hear the episode back and i'm gonna have edited it and i'm gonna be like i'm gonna give this a 4.9 and you're gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> 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 but no i'm happy with i think i think actually 4.7 is the way i'm feeling right now i i think that's where i'm gonna fall um but yeah we would love to know what you homies think and how many cores out of five would you give the new scream you can always talk to us on our social media we are homies of horror on everything or if you prefer you can come into our discord that is where we hang out with the homies every day and discuss horror but also other things so if you want to come through and talk to everybody in there the link for that is in our social media bios and you can also email us we are homies of horror at gmail.com you can email us requests recommendations and business inquiries and if you're listening to this on monday that means that we are streaming on twitch tonight twitch is where we play spooky games and hang out with the homies if you guys would like to come through and say what's up and hear a little bit more scream conversation um the link for that is also in our social media bios and where can the homies find you guys at Uh, oh me
0: okay (laughs) no so you can find me on twitter at ash to ashes that's ash with the x in the middle ashes you can also follow our show's social media pages at rise from dead pod
3: and you can find me at main period event period j3rm uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, Germs Got Jokes, J3RMZ Got Jokes. I'm going to change my Instagram one day <laughs> to match to that, to <laughs> my other socials, but not today. So come follow us. Come talk to us. Um, guys, thank you for having us.
0: of course thank
1: Thank you guys so much for coming on we had a blast also homies um you can listen to their podcast wherever you listen to podcasts uh same place that you listen to us for podcasts which means you should also um leave them ratings and reviews please and also leave us rating and reviews let us know what you guys are thinking of the show and the more ratings and reviews we all get the better it recommends our shows to more listeners so we just always appreciate the support but thank you guys again so much for coming on and discussing yes. this movie and breaking it down with us. Um, we had a great time. I'm sure we will have many more scream conversations. Um, but we hope you hom- homies had a great time, and we will be talking to you next week.
2: Catch you next time, homies. Adios.
1: Bye. Bye. Hey, twins. Hey. Hey.